2: I want to have them answered immediately.
1: Or just want to learn about all things automotive.
0: Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a
3: Plymouth work?
1: It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source.
4: All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I do appreciate it very much. And uh, for those of you that uh, were listening last week, Dennis Brewster filled in. uh, He, Larry, and uh, some others. And I appreciate that very much, by the way. Appreciate him doing that. So, Dennis, if you're listening, thank you for that. He will also be filling in next weekend. I'm going to go to the Barrett-Jackson Auto Auction like I did last year. So I'll have some reports back on that the following week. But I'll be there next week. Might even be able to call in. Depends on what I'm doing that Saturday. I'm not exactly sure the schedule Yet, but if i get a chance to i will so question of the day that will apply to some of what we're talking about in regards to the auction if you could buy any vehicle especially at auction what would it be that's the question of the day if you could buy any vehicle what would it be mike is up next go ahead mike
5: hi john uh thank you for taking my call sure i was listening to the show earlier didn't get a chance to respond to the Garage floor mats, which are the greatest thing since
4: best sold. invention ever.
5: Absolutely the
4: best. They are, Mike. I I don't know how I went so long without them.
5: I couldn't agree more. I I managed to get the first one about eight years ago and went, what was up? What, what was I, I know,
4: up? I Mike. I I same thing. I every time I clean them out, I'm just thinking, you know. It used to be all of this was just in the garage, and you had to muck everything out of the garage. Now I just slide the mats out, clean the mats off, slide them back in, and away I go.
5: Absolutely. I was just going to say, I have, of course, um, I I put down a a nice um, epoxy floor, and and the mats, just like you said, they they have a wonderful lip on them. I've had them last five years. I don't fold them up in the summer like you do. Okay. but, um, but the interesting, you know, you, you pull them out, you hose them off, then I take a, a brush and, and dish soap and scrub them, yep. let them dry out in the sun, clean out my garage. I mean, there's a few things that splash over, and, and I do it every spring anyway, just soap it down, blah, yep. hose it out, and then let it dry, pull that back in. And an interesting aside, now I have a ramp. Uh, or a driveway that is angled to a flat garage. Okay. So in the winter, um, as an aside, um, what I do is I, I can go out with a wet vac and soak up some of the water. But I don't soak it all up because I have a heated garage, so it provides humidity.
4: Right, right.
5: And I, So now I yep. have a humidified I agree.
4: Yeah, that's what we do, too. Same exact thing, Mike.
5: Uh, but, you know, I'm going. And this is great because it's it's good for the cars, it's good for for everything, and as you say, it's also good for not tracking stuff in the house. Oh, it
4: makes the house so much cleaner, Mike. There's just no. I mean, I, I again, I don't know why or how I went so long without them. Absolutely. I don't. I don't, you know, I, and I got to credit somebody here. On the radio program, you know, on drive radio, because way back when, when I bought my first one, I believe it was because somebody you know called in and recommended that I buy one, and that I researched it, and then you know again, I've been talking about it pretty much every winter since. And I I I don't remember who it was that called in and told me to buy them, but whoever you are, if you're still listening, thank you. It has been a lifesaver.
5: Well, and you're absolutely correct, and I got to tell—well, you already know this—what you see that comes off of the vehicle and it sits. My my car mat sits mostly under the two four wheel drives that I have. My other my other cars that I don't drive in the winter don't need them. Right.
4: Right. Yeah, you don't need one underneath when you're not pulling out.
5: around the block when it's really dry. Right. Or, or three or four blocks to move some fluids, but it's not in anything that's going to be a problem. But it's unbelievable what falls off that stuff that you get off the. Oh, highway. it's
4: just as black and nasty and grimy and dirty. It's just disgusting, Mike. It's awful. I mean, well, it's you know. Keep in mind, it's everything from you know not only the snow and the dirt and all that, but you know it's got you know everything coming off the roadway. So the old tire, you know, because yeah. you know tires are coming off on the road at all times. I mean, all of that is in that snow and junk that's falling off the car.
5: Oh, it's unbelievable when I look at it. I go, you've got to be kidding.
4: Me. Yeah, and it used to be that was right on the floor.
5: Right. Oh no. And of course, it's not doing the cement or anybody's whether your floor. It's is finished or cement or whatever that ain't helping
4: no Uh, and again for everybody listening mike i i I can't believe more people don't use them it's not a big investment you can again you can buy uh literally from about 100 to 200 depending upon the range you know what size of a mat you need and so on but the amount of time most people spend just mucking out the garage even a couple of times a year these things would pay for themselves i mean I'm, i'm going on almost 10 years on my oldest mat
5: yeah, no, John. They're they're so cost effective. It's stunning. And and frankly, uh, what they save you in you get to you get to track that stuff in your house, and then you get the hardwood floors and the yep. carpet. And so this is the stuff you're putting into your That's
4: home. That's right. Good so point, Mike.
5: You want to talk about cost effective? Spend two hundred bucks, and and it lasts forever. And like I say, you pull it out, you clean it off. yeah. You hose it down, you scrub it a little bit with dishwasher uh, detergent. I'll tell you, Mike,
4: what I did, and I cheated because I've got an actual hot seat out in my my barn, but I don't want to drag the mats all the way to the barn and back, so I cheated. I actually, and this thing works like a champ, and I was shocked, but I thought I'll try it anyway. Somebody told me it would. I bought for 100 bucks. it was on sale, it was like $89, I want to say, a, Ray, a Rayobi. I think I'm saying that right. So the you know the green power tools that are out there, they make a plug-in power washer that's about the size of a shoebox. I keep that in the garage, hook water up to it. I use that to wash those mats off with Mike. When you do that, I don't even need any soap or anything else. That thing's got enough pressure to take everything off, and it was less than a hundred bucks.
5: I'll be darned. Well, I I ran a hot water outlet into my garage.
4: Yeah, me too. Yeah. And, so,
5: and, and probably like yours, the floors epoxy finished with a. But and I've told you this before. It's heated. I've got a uh, Renai gas heater in there. It's, nice. Well, it'll go to 85 degrees, but if if you keep it at 68, that's all
4: you need. Yeah, 65, 68. That's all you need.
5: All you need. But my goodness gracious, greatest invention set soap. Oh now, man, awesome. Your, your question about. I, uh, you know, I, I had so many thoughts about what I could, buy. you know, if you had a dream checkbook, what could you buy at auction? Yeah. Good heavens! I suppose uh, an original 427 Cobra.
4: Oh yeah. I yeah, would that'd be top, that'd be at, that'd be towards the top of my list.
5: I would, you know, this is probably a little bit on the exotic side. I wouldn't mind having a two fifty Ferrari GTO.
4: Yeah, nice car too.
5: Oh well, these stupid crazy. I think they're I think they're about seventy million bucks now.
4: That's unbelievable.
5: It's unbelievable. Yep. By the way, um, anyway, who knows? I got a, a dozens of them, ranging from 30, You know, what would probably cost thirty grand to. Yep.
4: Right well, there, there's going to be... Uh, Charlie sent me this article yesterday. It was an article on one of the you know, one of the news sites, actually. There's a Barn Find 1978 uh, Trans Am. I saw it. Nine, what has it got? Like nine, 41 miles. 41 miles around the car, Mike. That's going to be a Barrett-Jackson as well.
5: I saw that. I saw the same one, and I went, how in the world? I don't know. Let me ask you a question real quick. Sure. How do you it hasn't probably been started in since it was parked probably not so you're i'm not so sure you don't have some ring
4: issues well you know believe it or not and this is what's really sh- this is what's this Boy, is why you know back in the day when they were all of the slick 50 commercials and all this stuff i mean mike and, and anybody that's worked on anything automotive engine whatever i mean think about this mike i i've i personally have taken Engines where you knew they were sitting outside in a wrecking yard for I don't know how long. I mean, in some cases, decades. Right. You, you brought that thing into the shop because you were going to overhaul it because you know you you knew it needed overhaul because it'd been sitting outside and you expected to open it up and find rust and stuff all over the place. But because of the oil inside the engine, you'd still pull everything apart. And as long as you know, as long as the uh, intake and the exhaust ports were taped up, which most of the time in the in the wrecking yards they had manifolds and stuff on them anyway, so nothing was getting in there. But I can't tell you, Mike, how many wrecking yard motors you'd you'd get in, pull apart, how long they'd been sitting. Who knows? Never once did I ever see anything ever seized up or any kind of rust inside because that oil is all still in there and has a film on everything. So probably not. If you just take, took that thing and you know, ran a little WD-40 and, and or you know some some oil down the the cylinders, right. you know, before you fire the thing up, just to get a little extra lubrication in there, change yep. the oil. I'm guessing it fired right up.
5: Well, you know, those are always questions that I had, John. You know, you go, okay, what's
4: going on? Here? I, my, I have, I have seen things that you didn't think were ever going to fire up, fire up, run, and not smoke when it was all done.
5: I'll be well. That's uh, that's wonderful. I I understand the clear. Of course, in those days, the clearances were a lot loose.
4: Yes, they were. Um, yes, they were.
5: Anyway, <laughs> that's always something I've said. Okay, amazing cranny look like what's my diff look like yep so anyway listen i'll let you get my
4: appreciate it appreciate it as always have a great weekend sir appreciate you calling i'm gonna go to jeff next because jeff you called in at the top of the hour there right before we went to break (laughs) so go ahead jeff what's going on
6: hey good morning how are you good sir we got a three wire winner up here this winter
4: oh do you now
6: perfect this is the snow is so nice Ah, nice uh, I had to comment on the guy with the mouse problem, and yeah. I texted you a solution that I've used uh, that really works well, and it's cheap, and you get a five-gallon Homer bucket, yep, about three inches of water in it, smear some peanut butter on the inside of the bucket, and uh, you'll get one every night or more, and uh, I use that out in my barn, and I don't have any problems, but we also finally uh, found a couple of uh, live mousers, a couple of brother cats that we got. (laughs) And we've always had a cat. Uh, we had to say goodbye to ours last year, but, Mm. uh, uh, that also helps. And, um, I'm glad you're going to Barrett Jackson again. I got a story about that a couple of years ago. I was watching on TV and there was this, uh, couple of million dollar ended up, uh, uh, Toyota supercar that, uh, they were auctioning off for charity and they were going at it and the uh, one guy that was bidding on it was Rick Henrik. Oh. And they didn't sh- yeah, and they didn't show the other guy who eventually won it and when they showed it it was Kent Stevenson from Oh.
4: From <laughs> okay.
6: <laughs> so, I had, I'd done some spots with him before and uh, I couldn't believe it but he won that thing and uh, they just showed his face at the end but that's a Real
4: cool show to watch, that's for sure. It sure is. I'm looking heard forward heard. to it. Again, I, I went last year, and honestly, after being there last year, uh, Jeff, I was like, you know, probably should have been doing this a long time ago. The other thing I'm interested in, because this is something even for the Daily Show that I'm really inter- interested in. That's a really good gauge, as you know, as to what is the overall economy doing. In other words, if those high-priced buyers have pulled back and they're not paying the big money for some of those cars, it kind of tells you what's going on economically. If on the same token, they're there, they're buying, spending money, and none of that matters, that tells you something else as well. So I'm anxious to see how some of that goes as well.
6: Yeah, I bet. And, well, you know, when I was watching the meekum one from Florida here the last week or so, and... Prices down there sure weren't uh uh anything budget wise. I mean there were some uh beautiful cars and uh and prices were way up there just like it, it seemed like Barrett was. So interesting. That'll give us some indication. Now the other thing that I always notice when the when the economy's changing, how many how many new pickup trucks are out there? Of course this is a little different scenario because of the supplies, but and how many semis are running on the on I I eighty or I seventy constantly and how how much commerce yeah the other one that i always look
4: at as well because an old excavating guy taught me this years ago and it's turned out to be true uh, how many dirt trucks cement mixers and so on are still running as long as all that's running and we're moving dirt and gravel and cement and so on economy's doing fine
6: yeah you know i noticed that i was down last week for a, a job and i'm coming back down again this next coming week and yeah you're right i mean i see I see big long dump trucks of full of dirt and the cement mixers um, up and down Santa Fe and wherever they're going. But yeah, that's a, uh, I always kind of gauge it. But uh, yep. I'm a little I'm a little worried about where we're going.
4: But, well, uh, I am too. Our so debt, you know, our debt and the debt ceiling and all that's wow. not helping us. But yeah. again, as long as as long as people keep spending money, yeah. you know, temporarily we'll be okay. I do think there's a day of reckoning coming. It's just a matter of when.
6: Right. Well that's what they said. When the when the consumer stops stops spending, then when we really gotta that's right. really gotta watch it.
4: So, that's right. Hey,
6: thanks a lot. What a you, great show as thanks, always. Thanks, Jeff.
4: Always Appreciate you. it very much. Thank thank you. Don, hang tight. We'll come back, take your question on a turbo. We've got a couple lines open. Three oh three four seven seven five six zero zero. Question of the day if you could buy any vehicle, Bear Jackson auctions this next week, what would it be? This is Drive Radio, KLZ five sixty.
7: Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913 with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month or less the first year, $511 the second, Two hundred sixty-two, the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720 500 Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 500 Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720 500 80% LTV, 30-year fixed. percent APR 740 FICO primary home rates as of 1116 NMLS 298191 and rates subject to change.
2: Choosing Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center almost 20 years ago was one of the best decisions we ever made for our pets Hey, this is Scott Watley, and I know it's a busy time of the year for all of us, but it's no reason to forget about our pets. Our pets are a part of our family, and they need their checkups and preventative care just as we humans do. Whether a pet is new to the family or has been a family member for many years, regular checkups are the foundation of our pet's overall health. Depending on your pet's age, a preventative care visit will include the basics such as an exam and vaccinations, diet and weight management, and parasite preventatives. But it could also involve a spay or neuter discussion, microchipping, concerns about house training or behavior issues. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the medical team will take the time to get to know your pet and address the concerns you have about your pet's care. It's what your pet deserves, and it's good medicine. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, boarding, grooming, behavior training, pet foods, or pet care products, you'll find it at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the place where my pets go. Call today, 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. And don't forget to visit their website at LoneTreeVet.com.
4: Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website drive-radio.com.
2: We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303 321 1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference.
4: Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out of the norm vehicle? All right, we are back, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Uh, Somebody called into and wanted to know about the garage mats, what brand, where do you buy them, and so on. Uh, You can go search them on the Internet, but really, Amazon is probably the best place to buy them. There is numerous manufacturers. I just looked them up. There's, on just first look, first glance, three different companies that make them. The key is you want to buy a mat that's got... An edge, Not just a flat mat, but you want it to have a rolled edge. Again, they put a little bit of foam in it. They sew it in. And there's True Contain, Auto Floor Guard, Welkin. Those are the three I just looked up. There's many on there. If you just go to Amazon in the search part of Amazon itself, type in Garage Floor Mat, you will see what I'm talking about. Now, there's other mats that they list there that... I would not use. They're, they're just not the way I would do it. They're more of a fabric or they're just a piece of rubber. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I want the entire mat that the car sits on top of. You drive on it and you drive off of it. And again, it's got a lip on it to where it's you know foam and you can drive on it off no problem. They even give you uh, most of the mats. I don't use them this way, but most of them give you a little... little Tabs even where you can glue the corners down. I don't worry about that because they're going to move around anyways. As you drive on and off of them, you just kind of use your feet and kick them around, make them straight again. So not a big deal. But anyways, that's the brands that are listed right now on Amazon. There's many others that are out there on the Internet as well. But you just type in garage floor mats. You'll see what I mean. Don and Parker, you're next.
8: Yeah, hi. Uh, hi, Don. Hi. You've got a great show there. So Thank you. I really enjoy it. You know? Uh, I'm calling, uh, my brother is down in Georgia, he's got a whole, uh, 2019 Volkswagen Jetta. Okay. A DOI, I guess it's, it's a turbo. Okay. And he's called, he's, he's, he's got about 50,000 miles on it. He's looking on the internet as far as the timing, uh, belt replacement. Uh, they say 60K miles. He called Volkswagen. Uh, one Volkswagen dealer said no. he he called a bunch of different Volkswagens. He's getting different answers all the time. Well,
4: I, te- I tell, tell you what, Don, Don. If you will uh, tell him to either text me or email me, it doesn't matter which way you do it. If he'll take the VIN number and text I that or VIN email right right that here. to yeah. me, I can tell you what it's got in it. I have the VIN number right here. Um, let me. You know what? It's it's a long string. It's easier for me just to plug it into the computer and then you know look it up that way. Uh, again, just have him email. You know, if you've got it, just text me or email me, and I can text you back and tell you whether it's got a timing chain or a timing belt. How uh, do I don't really do that? Uh, Te- just uh, text at three zero seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. Just text me the VIN number. I'll take it, plug it into, you know, my, my uh, uh, information that I have, and I can figure it out pretty quick that way. Okay. Do that, so and I'll respond three, to you during the breaks. 307-200-8222. So 8222. You got it. Okay, John. Don, That's thank fine. you. Appreciate it. Nope, I'll help him out by doing that piece of cake. Uh, Craig and Elizabeth, what's going on?
0: Hey, John, I wanted to share an experience with you yesterday. Are you driving, Craig? What are you doing? I'm driving, yes.
4: <laughs> How did I guess?
0: It's, it's snowing right now down here in Elizabeth. Oh, is it
4: really? Yeah, well, we're looking west, and I could, a little bit of blue sky above us here, but I can see snow to the west, and I can't look to the south, so it very well could be.
0: Well, my clean truck lasted all of about 10 minutes. But there whatever. you go. Um, yeah, I was looking for a, a Mazda pickup, you know, the Mazda equivalent of the Ford Ranger, the V3000 right. or right. the V4000. They're fairly hard to find, used a couple search engines, found a Ford dealer in central Kansas. Right now, I'll I'll leave the Ford dealer nameless right now. And it was advertised for just under $7,000, just over 100,000 miles, four by four, no accidents, immaculate condition. I'm like, I'm jumping on this. So I called, and the salesman that picked up the phone said, I I told him that I was calling from Colorado. He says, "Well, it's probably not worth your trouble driving out here to look at it." And I said, "Well, why would you say that?" He goes, "Well, it's actually 10,000 and some some odd dollars." And I said, "Well, you have it listed for 69.99, right? With no with no disclosures on And yeah, that's
4: illegal, by the way, as you know."
0: "Well, that's what I thought." So, I continued to inquire as to why there was a price difference. Well, we have a $1,200 environmental protection package. I said, what is that? I said, he goes, well, it protects the exterior from salt and corrosion and stuff like that. I said, this is a 23-year-old 20, pickup. Any corrosion, any rust, any damage to the paint is already done. Why would you want to trap that within whatever you call it, a ceramic coating or whatever you're defining an environmental uh, exterior paint package. Correct. Then then they have the dealer and handling package. Then they have some kind of a, uh, identification system where they identify all the parts on the vehicle with the VIN number so that if any parts are stolen, they can be tracked. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, okay, first of all, that all should be disclosed in the listing. Um, he claims that there's a 6 months, 6,000-mile warranty on the vehicle. I said, who is the underwriter? He couldn't tell me who the underwriter was. I said, well, what if I need service work with that warranty program? Can I get it done in Colorado, or do I have to drive all the way back to Kansas? He couldn't answer that either. So it, it raised enough red flags that I chose to call Ford Motor Company Customer Service, mm-hmm. at which point I got a call back from that dealership in Kansas and got a hold of the what he said was the sales manager, and he really tap danced himself completely out of that whole whole thing. You know, I said, you know, I'm I'm 61 years old. I've bought a lot of vehicles, but I thought this kind of nonsense went away back in the 80s, and right? 90s. Right. All you're all you're doing is padding the price. Yep. You're finding uh, Scotchgard, for example. I said I can go buy a can of Scotchgard and Scotchgard the fabric upholstery myself. Correct. I don't need to pay. Correct. You know, a lot of money. And I said, I don't know what the current rate is on the ceramic coating, but I know it doesn't cost twelve hundred dollars. And nope. so, you know, he he realized I was on to him and then so he started offering the truck to me at a lesser price, of course. But at this point I don't think I would do business with them whatsoever. But you know, it's funny, the salesman mentioned that a lot of people had had come to the dealership, traveled to the dealership based on what I call bait-and-switch or uh, inducement, fraud in the inducement. Advertise it at one price, and when you get there, it's, it's $3,000 more. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, it raised all kinds of red flags. In, in fact, CarGurus is considering contacting the dealership. I, You know, it just upset me enough that anybody would try to be that dishonest. And, you know, a lot of people are going to travel there. I mean, it's about 400 miles away. It's not a real...
4: So this, so this you know, one was in Kansas, right? Right. Got it. So, and, I, and I don't know what their laws in Kansas are. In Colorado, you could call the, the dealer board and report them. In Kansas, I'm not sure how that works, Craig.
0: Well, I, okay, I went that route too, John. Thinking like you, tried, attempted to call the Kansas Automobile Dealer Board, couldn't get anybody to answer a phone. I even went so far as to call the Attorney General of Kansas and say, uh, is this kind of thing allowed in Kansas? You know, I do live in Colorado, but this, this is fraud. Mm-hmm. And she wanted me to fill out forms and stuff like that. And I said, well, you know, the easiest thing I can do is just not do business with them. I'm, um, but I said, D- you know, maybe you'll remember my phone call and and when somebody complains about that dealership in Kansas, you'll remember what I told you that what they're trying to do, you know, to right. state customers. Right. But I, I just didn't think that padding you know the 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 price of the car like that and not disclose it on listings is just it has to be illegal
4: uh, it has to be craig i mean that is a bait and switch technique which in my in my if kansas allows that shame on them oh yeah shame on them exactly. that's all i can say if they, if they allow that shame on them
0: so it's just you know, uh, it's just kind of fair warning to people. You know, when you're kind of looking for a unique vehicle that isn't just like, you know, something you don't see driven every day and, and something in exceptional shape, if it appears to be, you know, the old saying, if it uh, appears to be a really good deal yep. or too good of a deal, it probably doesn't exist.
4: Yep. Yeah, Yeah. yeah the old saying. It looks too good to be true, it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's all I had. No, good one, Craig. No,
4: appreciate that very much. Let me know if you hear anything back on that, too, from them down the road as well. All right, we got lines open. Give us a call. Anything you want to talk about, 303-477-5600. And uh, I still have gotten several questions on the garage mats. If you want a specific link to it, send me a text message. I'll get that back to you, 307-200-8222. Question of the day, if you could buy any vehicle, especially at an auction like we're Going to go to it, Barrett Jackson, this next week. What would it be? Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
1: It will protect your engine and your pocketbook.
9: Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same day service and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers so they can quickly get you back. Back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at KLZradio.com slash extreme.
3: GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call
4: 303-423-0162. All right, we are back. Uh, somebody called also wanted to know about the mice in the, you know, garage, barn, things like that. I use and swear by them because they work the little electronic rodent riddance devices i think that's what they call them they're in the rodent um extraction area of any of the big box stores lowe's home depot and so on home depot sells them they come in a three pack it's about 25 bucks you can plug into three different outlets around the shop or your home or whatever you want to do and do they work i yes they do in my in my case they absolutely do work and I've got, you know, five acres and surrounded by other open property and so on. And, yeah, if I didn't have those, I would have a tremendous mouse problem. And I don't because of those. So, Carl in Lakewood, you're next. Hi. Uh, you're talking about mats for the garage floor. Yes. I got a,
5: a Toyota Tacoma uh, pickup a year or so ago. And it's got an all-plastic bed yes it does it's
4: like a bathtub yes right all plastic bed that's correct
5: yeah and my old truck it was metal and then it had a spray in liner right now i put shovels and rakes and such in to keep the ditch clean in the summer so i'm driving around the neighborhood and stuff just slides around in there like it was on glass Mm -hmm. and crashes back and forth you got any thoughts about what material i could lay in there to uh, kind of give it a little friction and keep it from sliding
4: um, you should be able to buy, I'm looking it up right now, but you should be able to buy what they call a rubber bed mat, Carl. You'll have to make hey. sure that it fits, or you could always trim it if it didn't, but you need to make sure it fits that specific bed. But yeah, they make rubber bed mats. They're about, I don't know, quarter inch thick. They're all gonna be somewhere around hundred and fifty bucks or so for that truck. But yeah, you just throw it on top of the bed that's there now and it keeps stuff from rolling or you know, sliding around.
5: Thank you for that. I'm gonna check into it.
4: Yep, you can buy those. That was a very thank you, Carl. That was a very common thing back in the day before the spray and bed liners became as popular as they are today but yeah putting bed mats in trucks back in the day in fact uh, back when i had my stores we we probably stocked the most common i don't know six to eight different bed mats that were made back in the day short bed long bed all the different models and so on and sold a lot of those back then because again this was before the time that the spray and liners became really popular uh, but even with that, depending upon the spray and liner, and to, and to uh, Carl's point a moment ago, depending upon the the type of bed that you have, you still may have things sliding around in there. Because depending upon the, the type of spray and liner, some are more sticky, some are more hard. It just depends on what you use. And a bed mat, even in those cases. So sometimes a bed mat on top of a spray and liner still works really well to... His point, it just keeps that stuff from sliding around moving around banging around, and it doesn't matter what you've got the bed mats that are rubber, of course you put something on it you can even you can even put a uh you know one of the um uh boxes the you know plastic container boxes that you know you put different stuff in the storage boxes they will not slide around in there as well, so uh, they work really really well um Again, sold a lot of those back in the day. You don't see as many of those now because, again, of the spray and bed liners and just the different types of beds that are out there. But for those of you that have those types of beds like Carl was just talking about a moment ago, yeah, you can put in a, 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 uh, your own bed mat if you would. It works very, very well. There's also some do-it-yourself spray and liners that work very well also. I should probably do a show on that at some point, and if I get time to do that, I will because, yeah, there's some... There's some really cool products now where you can even do your own spray-in liner. Uh, Eva, is that who's next? Am I saying that correct, Eva? Hello? Hello, Eva. How are you?
8: Oh, hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Thank you. I love your show. Hey, um, I don't know if it was the way the the fellow was talking or my hearing, but uh, he said something about a bucket and then peanut butter. Yeah,
4: so what uh, So what? Jeff in Steamboat he never, Springs, he sent me this the other day. He What he does is he takes a five-gallon bucket, puts about, I don't know, three inches of water in the bottom of the bucket, and then he takes some sort of a stick or a ramp, something along those lines, and puts peanut butter at the end of the stick so that as they run up, the stick, you know, folds, the mice fall in, drown, and there you go.
8: I see. The reason I wanted to know that when I, you know, I heard your uh, comment about the three, Pro, the, the three plug-in things, and that sounds good, except I have a basement that has junk in it. And I think for those things to work, don't they need a clear
9: area? Yeah, like you need yeah.
4: to your point, uh, yeah. you need to either run like a little extension cord to get it out to where it's got some signal. You know, it, it's like a speaker is probably the best way to say it, Eve. That's what you're talking about. So, yeah, you need... Uh, some area where that signal, if you would, or that sound, we don't hear it, but they do. It's a you know, it's it's a it's a sound that only they can hear. But yes, it needs to be at a point where it would you know kind of amplify itself. Um, now, you could, in your particular case, depending upon what your ceiling is, it is it a finished basement or is it all open?
8: Uh, it's finished, but um, I I just have a bunch of stuff down there, so I didn't know if signals could get through this well stuff, here's a thot- I-
4: here's a thought for you do you have any type of uh, you know screw-in light bulbs that are in the ceiling at all
8: uh fluorescence
4: just fluorescence huh you don't have any regular yeah. you know like regular screw-in light bulbs huh no okay. Um, Yeah, then what you would need to try to do is probably run, uh, you know, what I would do is just get a little extension cord, find a corner where it would kind of amplify itself out, run an extension cord, plug that into an extension cord and kind of position it where Mm -hmm. it would kind of, you know, shoot out into the room and you could put one on each end and yeah, it'll keep them out.
8: Yeah, what about I could use um, a lamp and, you know, instead of a bulb. Put in that thing. You
4: could, yeah. You could easily do that. You you put in the little screw-in uh, socket. I guess you could call it that, where it screws into the light bulb uh, socket. Yeah. But it's got a prong. You know, it's got plugs on it. Yeah, you could do that as well. Exactly. Most definitely.
8: Thank you so much.
4: You're very welcome, Eva. Thank you so much for the call. And yeah, this with all of the cold we've had and so on. Yeah, the the mice. Um, You know, they're not dumb. They want to get in. They want to be just as warm as anybody else, and they're looking to where they can go in and nest and and all of that. So uh, with the weather we've had of late, it's not shocked that some folks are having more of a a mice problem than they probably had in the past. So Drive Radio, we've got another segment coming for this first hour. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Again, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money.
10: That's
4: 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. About 10 minutes or so left of this first hour. Two more hours coming your way. Anything you need when it comes to car repair, maintenance, questions, advice, buying, selling, you name it. Let us know. Happy to answer any and all questions. 303-477-5600. 303-477-5600. Continue on with what Craig said earlier about the whole, you know, here's what a car is advertised at. And then when you get there, it's a different price and so on. Uh, There was a great article in Jalopnik here not that long ago talking about, why dealers will refuse to send written price quotes. And most won't send you a written price quote. Some will. The folks I deal with do, but not all will. And here's some of the ridiculous reasons they say they won't, which we'll get into each one of these as I have time. The dealer may tell you that written quotes violate the Truth in Lending Act. N- no, they don't. Completely false statement. That is just an excuse to not send you a written quote that you can then make them be held to when you go in to buy said car. So, no, that is not true. It does not violate the Truth in Lending Act at all. They will then say, well, there's privacy reasons. Um, Privacy of what? The car? Nothing private about the car. It's got a VIN number. It's got a stock number for... Your particular dealership, um, it's probably, if it's a new car, there's a, a, you know invoice, uh, retail, you know, Monroney, sticker price on the car. Uh, there is no privacy reasons there whatsoever. This is another one where they will tell you that, but it is 1,000% false. Next one is, the price depends on the credit application. Well, if that's the case, run. It shouldn't. If they are changing the price of the car based upon what your credit is, you need to go find a new dealer. That's just total nonsense. Now, what they will tell you is, well, there's rebates, and there's different financing, and this, that, and the other, and that's all going to you know, come into play when it comes to the price of the car. No, it doesn't. If you're buying the car properly, the first thing you ask is, what's the bottom line out-the-door price? Doesn't matter if I'm paying cash, credit, whatever, what's my bottom line price? I'll figure out... All of that. After the fact, I want to know what the car is costing me. Never, ever, ever, when you walk into a dealership looking to buy a car, new or used, and the first thing the salesperson says is, Charlie, glad to see you today. I'm John. What kind of a monthly payment are you looking for? The answer is, I'm not. I want to know what the price of the car is. Well, I want to make sure I'm within your budget. No. We're not playing that game. I want to know the cost of the car, the net cost of the car. Period. I'll handle all the rest of it myself. I've either, you know, at that point you've either had your own financing handled or you've got cash, you're going to write a check, or you'll do their financing. Again, these are all options after the fact. The dealer will not like you doing that, by the way. They want to know what's your monthly payment budget that you're looking for and then we'll back into it accordingly. That's what most dealers want to do. Do not allow them to do that walk in looking at the car you know you want to buy or pot- or possibly buy do your due diligence and then find out what the exact price on said car is now the other thing that i've always said and i talked about this on ready radio yesterday never ever, ever 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 buy a car on a friday night or any night for that matter and some of you would say well why well, unless it's a car you've been looking at and you've already had all of this done and you've got the price and everything's handled and all you're doing is going in to pick it up at that point, fine. But if you're trying to negotiate on buying a car on a Friday night especially, don't because you're the you're at your weakest point. You most of you have worked a 5-day work week or longer. You've put in 40, 50, 60 hours by then. You're tired, you're weak, you're not making good mental choices. And as I've always said, and I'll keep reminding everybody, in the state of Colorado, unlike door-to-door sales where if you know you buy a window, you have a 72-hour ride of recension, you don't buying a car. That does not exist. There's huge, huge misconceptions when it comes to buying new and used cars in every state, but especially here in Colorado, that, oh, well, if I don't like the car, I can take it back in 24 to 48 hours. No, you can't. No, you can't. In Colorado, if you sign the papers for the car, you are now the new owner. Whether you get in it and drive it off the lot or not, you are the new owner, period. If that car in the next hour gets stolen, it's your responsibility, not the dealership's. You are the owner of the vehicle the minute you sign the documents at the dealership, period. And in Colorado, there is no backing out of that. You cannot get them to tear that contract up. You cannot get them. I mean, if if they decide to, it's by their grace and their mercy on you that they've done so, but they, are by law, are not required to. There are huge misconceptions, especially among buyers in Colorado, some of you coming in from other states especially, there is no 72-hour, 48-hour, 24-hour ride of recension buying a car in Colorado, period. All car documents have to be signed in person for this very reason. You cannot docu-sign for a new car or used car even. If a dealer is good enough to deliver it to you, so be it. You're still signing all the documents and everything still applies. You own the car the minute you sign on the dotted line. Period. I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody contact me, family members included. Oh, I bought a car. What do I do now? I don't want it anymore. They buy, They have buyer's remorse. Um, nothing. Go figure out how to trade it, sell it, do whatever you want to with it, but it's your car now. Doesn't even matter what the payments are. Maybe the payments are more than you can afford. Doesn't matter. It's your car. Doesn't make a hill of beans bit of difference. I also had a question yesterday from a gentleman who, by the way, you know, emailed me back, so thank you for that, that there are some buying services on the Internet. In this particular case, they will help you buy a used car for a $900 flat fee. Run. You don't need that. I can help you through the process for free, which we do that all the time for folks. If you, se- if you show me the listing of the car, send me the VIN number, give me some of the basics, I can walk you through that transaction as to what you should be doing with buying that car. Not that hard. You don't need to spend $900 for some service to buy your car. I, again, for free, can tell you everything you need to do about that car and what you need to do to buy it, even if it's out of state, how do you get it inspected, so on and so forth. How do you get it shipped here? But I will tell you first up, I am not a huge fan of buying cars out of state. I'm just not. A lot of folks would say, well, why? There's some great cars out there. Mm, yeah, there's some junk, too. There's a lot of unknowns. If you cannot physically be there to look at the car, the paint condition, the interior, smell it, feel it, drive it, look underneath it, you have no idea where that car's come from. Yes, we can find somebody in a remote area, you know, in a, in a different city to do an inspection, and that helps. But you you buying a car sight unseen is very, very, very risky. I've only ever done it once myself. And the only reason I did was it was a car that I wanted. I talked to the person that was selling it on the phone long enough to where we had a really good conversation, relationship, when it was all said and done. And in this particular case, the person even held the car for me without any money down, took it off the market. I mean, did a lot of things that I just said, okay, this is a pretty trustworthy individual. And as it turned out, every single thing this person said was exactly the way it was when the car showed up in my driveway. Very rarely does that happen. And again, that was me doing it. No offense, not someone else. Not saying I know everything, but I've been in this world in the car business side of it for a very, very, very long time. I know the questions to ask. I know the things to look at. I know even what pictures to look for. And and that's the other thing about pictures, by the way. Very, very few pictures will tell you the exact condition of a car. It can get close. It can describe a lot of things. But pictures are two-dimensional. They are not three-dimensional, as we all know. They don't show you every single thing, depth and so on, that you would normally get by looking at something with your own two eyes. It is not one and the same. So, bottom line, if you're buying a car out of state, be very careful. Yes, I can help you to a degree. Nobody's going to do it, you know, uh, uh, foolproof. There's no such thing. There's still going to be risk no matter what. There's always risk in a used car, period, by the way. If you don't want any risk, go buy a new car with full warranty. Then your risk is gone. But if you're buying a used car, there's always risk, period. You might as well know that on the front side. So, all right, another couple hours coming your way. Any questions along the lines of what I just said a moment ago, feel free to call in 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
9: Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com.